Welcome back to Investigate Joe Rogan, the most important podcast ever created in history on the internet. Today I will be looking into episode 1554 of the Joe Rogan Experience with Kanye West. Kanye West, of course, did about 90% of the talking in this episode, and most of what he talked about was his own projects, future projects, various things that he's involved in, vague ramblings, which I enjoyed. I enjoyed all of this. His stream of consciousness style of speech reminds me of two people, Alex Jones and Donald Trump, weirdly enough. I'm not sure what the connection here is or what can be drawn from this, but that's my observation. But it wasn't all talk about shoe factories and things. There were some specific and incorrect things said, which I will be investigating here in this episode. The first is that Kanye says he's worth $5 billion, sees $300 million in cash per year, and that music actually loses him money. None of these things are true. Kanye is not worth $5 billion. What his net worth actually is was something of a mystery for a while, until, that is, he got into a beef with Forbes because they were not listing him as a billionaire, and then eventually he released a ton of actual information to them to prove them wrong, basically. This beef got pretty serious, apparently. At one point he texted them, quote, You know what you're doing. You're toying with me, and I'm not finna lie down and take it anymore in Jesus' name. I am sorry that you all just had to hear a white man say finna, but it was a direct quote, okay? He accused Forbes of being racist because they would not um, call him a billionaire. And in an interview about this controversy... He said, quote, when people say it's crass to call yourself a billionaire, I might legally change my name to Christian genius billionaire Kanye West for a year until y'all understand exactly what it is. It will be on the license plate. So clearly this is something that Kanye cared about a lot. So much so that he did eventually just send Forbes his actual financial information. And so that is how we ended up with an article from Forbes titled, Kanye West is now officially a billionaire, in which they estimate his net worth to be 1.3 billion, not 5 billion. So all the information I'm about to get into here is from this article. So you can go read it yourself if you want to get all the details. At the time of this article, Kanye was saying that he was worth 3 billion, not 5 billion. And what they write in the article is that Kanye probably thinks he is worth so much more than he actually is because he is not taking into consideration the fact that Yeezy is tied to Adidas. So they write, quote, West's aggressive $3 billion self-appraisal is clearly based on the idea that the business is infinitely portable. It's not. Taking Yeezy away from Adidas seems almost prohibitively cumbersome, if not contractually impossible. So if Kanye could sell 
the entirety of Yeezy to someone else like you can sell a car, yes, he would be worth $3 billion or $5 billion. But that's just not really how it works. And I think this is what a lot of people don't really understand about billionaires. I don't think really almost any billionaires, except for the real, like, top, top Bezos-level people, have billions of dollars in a bank account somewhere. It's their assets that are worth billions. They write that, quote, The statement of assets supplied by his team yesterday lists just $17 million in cash and $35 million in stocks. Then there's the matter of his music. Documents we reviewed shows West's good label and his own recorded music and publishing rights to be worth at least $90 million. So it seems like his claims about how much cash he sees are also exaggerated. And I don't understand how he can think he's losing money on music when it's worth $90 million. I mean, that's a decent amount of his net worth right there. But I guess when you're this rich, $90 million can kind of slip through the cracks and get lost. Now, you may be thinking, you know, a billionaire is a billionaire. What's the difference here? Well, Kanye is still extremely rich, obviously. He is a billionaire. But his math really is pretty far off here. He is off by a multiple of almost five. Imagine having a friend tell you that they make a hundred grand a year, but then you find out that they're actually only sort of pseudo-employed, underemployed, and they make 20 grand a year. This would, this would be a pretty big difference, right? A bit later on, Kanye says that Bruce Lee, his son Brandon Lee, and Bob Marley were all murdered. Were any of these people actually murdered? Probably not. The official Bruce Lee cause of death is a cerebral edema, but there are various conspiracies that he was killed by the triads or poisoned or something. All the supposed evidence for these conspiracies that you'll find online basically amounts to fan fiction where people write articles about, oh, this person in the film industry was secretly doing this. There is, however, a plausible theory about his death that is somewhat unusual. Some people have theorized that he might have died because he had his underarm sweat glands removed. This might have prevented his body from cooling down correctly, causing him to get heat stroke, which in turn exacerbated the cerebral edema that killed him. But this is also just a theory. Nobody knows for sure. It is true, though, that he had his underarm sweat glands removed. He did this for filming reasons, because it doesn't look good on camera. However, just to be safe, even though this is just a theory, I did go ahead and have my underarm sweat glands put back in, because I also had them taken out in the early 70s. His son, Brandon Lee, got shot while filming a scene where his character gets shot. There was a dummy round um, accidentally left in the barrel of the gun, and then they fired blanks with that same gun, so it basically ended up being like an actual live round. And people really just say that he was murdered because his dad also died young. There's no evidence or anything. There's no real motive anyone could have for killing him. 
Bob Marley was probably not murdered either. However, I think this is actually, weirdly, the most plausible one, since somebody really did try to murder him in 1976. A bunch of people broke into his house and shot him, his wife, his entire band, and his manager. But they must have been horrible shots or something, or have just been smoking a little, a little too much Jamaican lettuce, since nobody in this whole incident died. Everybody who got shot survived, amazingly. And to this day, nobody knows who put the hit out on him. All the, the hitmen got caught and executed, but they didn't reveal who was behind it all. Some people say it was this one Jamaican political party, and then some people say it was this other one. Some people say it was the CIA. He was scheduled to play this concert, which although he had never come out in support of either uh, party at the time, it was seen by some people as a political statement. Then five years later, he died of skin cancer. And there was pretty much no way that this was a conspiracy of some kind, since it was a well-documented thing. He went to various doctors in different countries. It's not like he just dropped dead and then they hid the body and said, oh, he had cancer. His last words were apparently, money can't buy life, which is a pretty good last words. And what I realized looking into this with Bob Marley and then Bruce Lee and his son is that these are fairly obscure conspiracy theories. There's not much to be found on them. The fact that Kanye believes in them or is even aware of them at all, I think goes to show that he is very paranoid about getting murdered himself. A more mainstream conspiracy that Kanye apparently believes in is that fluoride blocks your pineal gland so that the federal government can stop you from channeling God. What I didn't know about this is that like many a popular conspiracy, there is actually a kernel of truth to this. A study titled Fluoride-Free Diet Stimulates Pineal Growth in Aged Male Rats found that rats given a diet without fluoride ended up with more pineal gland cells than rats who did get fluoride. So it is thought that fluoride really might block your pineal gland. Now, does your pineal gland allow you to channel God? That's the real question, obviously, and I, I couldn't exactly find any studies on that. Just to be safe, though, you should probably buy some of my official Investigate Joe Rogan brand water filters that I sell on Etsy. I have a link for those in the description, and they are $900 each. Very good investment. Later, they talk about some of Kanye's previous interviews. And Kanye says that his slavery is a choice quote from his TMZ appearance was out of context and that he wasn't talking about actual American slavery, but music industry financial slavery. But the reality is that he really was talking about slavery. Soon after that TMZ interview, he tweeted, quote, of course I know that the slaves did not get shackled and put on a boat by free will. My point is for us to have stayed in that position, even though the numbers were on our side, means that we were mentally enslaved. 
He also tweeted, quote, the reason why I brought up the 400 years point is that we can't be mentally imprisoned for another 400 years. We need free thought now. Even the statement was an example of free thought. It was just an idea. Once again, I am being attacked for presenting new ideas. Now, that doesn't sound like he's talking about the music industry. <laughs> to me, that sounds like he's talking about actual slavery and that he's just sort of trying to retcon this whole thing. Either, either way, it's pretty funny. And once again, I'm being attacked for presenting new ideas is still a pretty iconic quote. I'll end with a few smaller incorrect things that Kanye said. There are 4.5 billion people on the internet, not just a billion, like Kanye says. And Shakespeare did not invent 30% of the English language, though I'm sure I'm not the only one who was immediately a little skeptical of that claim. Finally, the only Rogan statement I'll comment on is he says that Ray Kurzweil invented the keyboard. This is a minor point, but because I happen to dislike Ray Kurzweil, I feel like pointing out that this is not true. He did not invent the keyboard. As you can tell by the short length of this episode, Kanye doesn't get too specific on his presidential platform. When Rogan asks him specific questions about healthcare, student debt, and foreign policy, it becomes pretty awkward pretty fast. It reminded me of that scene from The Boondocks where the rapper Thugnificent goes on Bill Maurer. But I don't really think this matters. I think Rogan is taking the wrong approach to all this. It reminds me of George R.R. R. Martin's famous comments about the Lord of the Rings and his famous quote, what was Aragorn's tax policy? George R. R. Martin, it has been pointed out, is missing the point of Lord of the Rings by focusing on these little technical points and, you know, tax policies and things. Because Lord of the Rings is a fantasy. It's all about the fantasy. Similarly, Rogan is missing the point of a Kanye presidency. It's a fantasy. It's not about health care or student debt or Syria or whatever. It's about floating malls, self-sustaining monasteries, hyperloops, foam shoes, plastic surgery, and so on. This is what I think he fails to understand. What I really didn't expect from this episode was Kanye calling out car-centric urban planning as being a cause of a lot of society's problems. I found that to be very interesting. That's definitely not an opinion I would have expected from Kanye. But anyway, that's all I have for this episode. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Investigate Joe Rogan. I will be starting on the new Alex Jones episode next, of course. In case you're wondering, my favorite Kanye album is Late Registration. Also, if you want to donate to support this show, there is a link in the description. I will see you next episode.